This is Taking Care in Business, a podcast that dives into the topic of corporate social responsibility from many different perspectives. Host Kathy Pedrotti Hayes is an expert in CSR and philanthropic giving, and her co-host, Vicki Bolson, is the founder and CEO of Bolson Group, a unified marketing company that was also the first B Corp certified company in Indiana. Kathy and Vicki became friends and equally passionate about CSR when they first worked together several years ago. Join them as they talk about why it is always worthwhile to take care in business. Taking Care in Business is made possible with support from Conscious Capitalism, Inc., helping individuals and companies become more conscious with transformational experiences that inspire, educate, and empower people and organizations to elevate humanity through business. Go to ConsciousCapitalism.org for more information. Hey, Vicki. Hey. How's it going? <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that's good. That's good. Well, I Still had an smiling. awesome weekend. Yeah. I am completely and utterly obsessed with my Instant Pot. Oh, I don't have one. How is that even possible? I know. I asked for one for Christmas. You did? I did. And you didn't get it? No. Were you bad? <laughs> Were you naughty? For yeah. Pete's sake. I'm going to have to give myself one, I suppose. It's it's a sad thing. Well, Maybe I my think, children are listening. Yeah, well, I think what you should do, get one and then come over and we have to instant pot together. I've become kind of a mentor. So I've heard that people can put like a frozen chicken in there in oh, yeah. 20 minutes. It's, oh, yeah. Okay. That's good. People are having Instant Pot parties, too, where they get together and they like do crazy I, I things. I think I just invited you to an Instant Pot party at my house. <laughs> That's true. You did. <laughs> okay. okay. We're All right. Do it. Okay, okay. Good. Good, good. All right. Well, I um, am excited, as always, about our guest today. And I remember the first time that I stumbled upon the brilliance of the company that we're going to talk about, Ascend Indiana. And I was at this IUPUI Liberal Arts Advisory Council meeting where I serve. And we had a presentation by a representative from Ascend. Mm -hmm. And now I'm going to read. Okay. Ascend is an online platform that makes personalized career recommendations to students. Most easily described, I think it works like a cross between LinkedIn and a dating app for college seniors <laughs> and companies looking for interns or employees. <laughs> and today we have Kate Brochiers, the Vice President of External Relations, here to talk more about how Ascend came to be, what they've accomplished, and what is in store for Ascend, particularly, now get this, since Indiana is poised to create more than one million new jobs by 2020. Wow. I know. The recruitment team has identified 25,000 college students and to date, through these efforts, have connected more than 500 individuals to intern internships or job opportunities in the state. Ascend has been featured in media all over the state, plus in U.S. News & World Report, where they cited Ascend as a state-level solution to the prediction that jobs worldwide are on track to become automated by mm -hmm. 2030, requiring retraining and public assistant programs at an unprecedented level. Wow. I know. So it's some kind of heavy stuff. And so thank you for coming today, Kate. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. So you must be really, really busy, right? Because every <laughs> employer I talk to, and I do quite a bit with my consulting career, um, has one major issue, workforce. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I have jobs I can't fill. Yeah. I can't connect with the right people. So it's amazing um, that, that you have this service. 
Can you tell us a little bit about how you guys came to be? Yeah, that is a great question. Um, so Ascend started as an idea in July of 2015. And so uh, our president and CEO, Jason Cloth, in his prior life served as the deputy mayor uh, under Mayor Ballard. Yeah, and so I remember him. Yeah. He was involved in conversations at the city level, uh, building a strategic plan for the city of Indianapolis and realizing that we were running a structural deficit at the time equivalent to 50,000 people making $50,000 a year living and paying taxes in Marion County. So they were trying to wrap their arms around how can we make this a place to attract those people to come here. At the same time, he would be pulled into conversations with organizations who were looking to grow their businesses, either those that were already represented here or expanding to Indianapolis because of our business-friendly climate. And so the things that those businesses were looking for weren't necessarily always tax breaks, but it was exactly what you just said. They needed the people here to be able to fill the jobs. And so in one particular instance, a company was looking to bring 400 software jobs here, paying an average of forty to $70,000 in starting wages, and they ended up locating in Northern Ireland because the, we weren't able to say definitively, we'll have those people. Right. So Jason was scratching his head, trying to think of, you know, we have a problem that we're trying to solve. Mm-hmm. We have potential solutions. And as luck would have it, he connected with David Johnson, the president of the Central Indiana Corporate Partnership, mm-hmm. which is a membership organization mm-hmm. made up of uh, leading employers in the region alongside higher ed and philanthropy. And so David, similar to what you had shared earlier, the consistent refrain he heard from all of his employer partners was, we can't find the talent. Mm -hmm. And so Jason and David put their heads together and launched Ascend, uh, first as a year-long kind of researching and uh, really trying to understand what's going on in the labor market and then how we would address that. Mm -hmm. So we launched officially in 2016 as Ascend. Wow. That's a pretty short time frame from yeah. having an idea to bringing it online. Yeah. That's was, impressive. <laughs> was my description accurate when I said that it's like a cross between uh, LinkedIn and a dating app? Yeah, great question. So we, we really have three things that we do, and one of them is exactly that. So the Ascend Network is what we jokingly call Match.com for jobs, um, but is the combination of people and technology uh, that seeks to connect students to early in career, part-time internships, and full-time jobs here in the state. Um, and so we, we've we built a platform uh, that has recommendation algorithms and really features companies in a way uh, that makes them more human to, to students. So knowing um, I was an econ major at DePauw, and while I, I knew I had some value in the labor market, I had no idea where I fit. I knew I wasn't going to go get a PhD in uh, economics. So. Um, Many students like me or those that are interested in knowing exactly what they they want to do are able to see jobs written in a more marketing lens targeted at that early in career population, very succinctly saying what they'll do, what they'll learn in those jobs, seeing the skills associated with that. Um, And then on the the student side, we have recruiters that are out on campus meeting with students at our, our 14 higher ed partner institutions. And so knowing that the students you know, we can be another resource for them as they're navigating that that education to career pathway. Wow. Can people only get um, a profile made if they go through a recruiter? Yes. So okay. right now it is a closed network. And so I think that's something as we're 
building this out, our employer partners have said that they value quite a bit is that there's been that pre-screen that occurs on the candidate side. And then what we've heard resoundingly from candidates is that they they value that personal touch. And ultimately, while we know, you know, technology platforms can help are essential to scale that human element in recruiting mm-hmm. and knowing that, you know, even if you're a certain type of major that wouldn't inherently look for a role at this type of company, when we know that person's mission and their interests, we can help bridge that gap that technology may miss. Gotcha. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can you do um, internships as well through this? Yes. That's what I understood. Yes. Okay. Yep. So uh, we, we, help support recruitment for internships, part-time and full-time jobs. So we meet, I would say, predominantly with uh, sophomores if they're in their second semester, and then juniors and seniors are really where where our sweet spot is right now, helping them find that internship, and then ultimately our goal is to then be a resource for them uh, as they are navigating the full-time marketplace. That's great. So how do you feel like Ascend, or does Ascend help companies with um, developing their culture at all? That's a great question. I think it's something we get a, a lot of those questions from our employer partners of mm-hmm. how they uh, how they can build culture or mm-hmm. then how we can help share the culture that they've developed sure. on the profiles uh, within the network. And so I would say right now we're more at an anecdotal level and providing insight from what we've heard from candidates that they're interested in. Um, feedback. If we hear anything from our candidates who have connected to an employer, we're happy to help share that. Um, but right now, we don't. We haven't taken an active role necessarily in being um, consultants in that way sure. um, as far as culture goes. Um, but I do think we, we recently implemented a change to our the data that we gather from students where we're able to see what things they're looking for in, in oh. a job. So whether that is stability, whether it's upward mobility, flexible office hours, things like that. Um, so as we get more data points on that, I, we're really excited to be able to share that in aggregate with our employer partners to help guide their decision making. Yeah. That makes me think about retention because yeah. that's another important, you know, aspect of a, of a, of a business and in uh, its people. So I would imagine because of the finesse that is going into partnering people and pairing people together that there's going to be better retention as well. Yeah. And are you going to measure that in some way? Great question. That's something that our board has been really key in helping us focus in on is that exactly what you said. We know that if we can help first an employer find an intern that can be a rock star intern, how, and a lot of companies are looking at how do we then convert those interns into full-time hires, and then how do we retain the full-time hires once we, once we have them on board. And so that's something that we're working through um, since we've officially only been at the network side of this for about a year and a half, we're really coming upon our second class of graduates that, that could be matriculating into full-time jobs. So we're, we're working through the logistics of how we would mm-hmm. want to do that because that is such valuable data that we're able to have. Mm-hmm. And I want to circle back to your culture question earlier as well. The other side of our organization is what we call Ascend Services, and they're really strategic management consultants that focus specifically on kind of three areas. The first is building talent pipelines. So Mm -hmm. if there's a high volume of recurring need, think nurses in a healthcare system, uh, we partner with an employer to help define what those skill sets are and then find a, a higher education partner that would be, has programming and curriculum that are aligned to that need. And we're really project managers for developing unique curriculum specific to that employer so that 
if in the instance of community health and their nursing academy, they're able to provide scholarships for these mm -hmm. students who are going through their mm -hmm. bachelor's of science in nursing at UND. UND is able to confer the degree, but do so at a reduced cost because the students are actually doing all of their, uh, all of their coursework at community, all of their clinicals. They're being taught by adjunct faculty um, who are actually full-time staff at community, and they're able to work part-time throughout their education, ultimately securing a job at community on the back end um, and are required to stay for three to five years, depending on the size of their scholarship. So that's one piece of oh, what- that's interesting. Yeah, it's a really innovative way yeah. to help uh, help employers really take a more active role in skilling up their workforce sure. and helping to fill fill that gap. So we've had several projects with different employers uh, across healthcare, life sciences, um, some insurance folks uh, are getting ready to launch a a partnership soon. So um, knowing that those projects, oftentimes employers know that they want to do something like that, but the projects take typically for right. our team two to 3,000 hours per project. No one has that capacity um, on their already overflowing plates. And so the value proposition there is really that we're able to act as the ones who are doing the work, writing the strategic plan, and then bringing the two knowledge holders and the employer and the higher ed partner together and project managing that for them. Yeah, that's so, great. And that was a very long way to also say the other piece of it is, mm -hmm. is strategic planning. Um, and in many instances, we've seen interest from employers in developing and building out that early and career talent strategy to exactly mm -hmm. what you were saying, you know, hey, if we can get those interns, uh, get them in, where, where are they going to land? And then how can we show them a path here mm -hmm. within our organization? Sure. Mm -hmm. And that's a great way for community to be able to kind of assess their capacity and plan yes, and exactly. for their retention. Mm -hmm. Precisely. I think I heard you say there was a third yes. area. Yes. Did, did I hear that? Yeah. Okay. Um, we have been, that team has participated in some site selection work, uh, being pulled in mm -hmm. by different groups at points in time when talent is a key piece of a an employer's decision-making process as to where they will locate their business and mm -hmm. continue to expand that. So we've worked alongside several partners um, in, in that effort as well. And so is the site selection primarily limited to in, within Indiana? Yes. yes. Yeah. So if it, but if it's a company, for example, from California gotcha. that is interested in expanding um, some portion of their operations here, we're then able to work alongside other partners oh, to, to help have that full picture of what that would look like for them to locate their organization here. So how how important do you feel like you have all these younger people coming up and coming yeah. into the workforce? How important do you feel that uh, corporate social responsibility is to them in terms of how they make their decisions or, or what a fit is? Absolutely. I would say anecdotally from our recruiters, yeah. mission and and that commitment to being a good corporate citizen is something that is very high on the list of almost every candidate that we we talk to. They're seeking that purpose. They're seeking the ability to have an impact positively in the community that they're joining through the work that they do. And so I think it's definitely something that is top of mind for, for candidates that we're working with as they're evaluating uh, their, their first landing spot out of school. Sure. Of course, we knew that was probably going to be the answer. <laughs> so outside of Indiana, yeah. who else is doing, what other states have programs like this? Great question. Um, so when we were in that research 
uh, year, starting in 2015, we looked across the country to see, you know, who is doing this well, how have other communities addressed this. And while there are a lot of different groups that have, that are attacking different pieces of, of this, maybe there is a, a talent job board that's focused on early in career, um, or maybe there are some consulting firms that are focused more on uh, talent issues. There's really no one that we have found that is approaching this quite like Ascend is um, in the nonprofit space, but also then working, you know, combining humans and technology to match people at scale, but then also having the ability to help create causally new talent. Mm-hmm. Okay, we didn't ask this when we first started, but I want to know why you personally, Kate, yeah. are interested in d- doing what you're doing. You know, yeah. does that go back to an early interest in corporate social responsibility or yeah. social impact? Great question. Um, so prior to Ascend, I worked at the NCAA. Uh, I had been a college student athlete myself, and through that experience, uh, had really seen the impact that. Uh, the ability to participate in athletics had had on me as a person as well as my teammates and the ability for us to grow and learn and to become the best version of ourselves through athletics. And so it was an honor to serve student athletes at the national level and something that I was really passionate about. Uh, But when my dear friend and current amazing colleague Sally Reisner and I were out to dinner one night, you know, she was had just learned about the startup uh, of Ascend, which was currently called the uh, Central Indiana Workforce Development Initiative. So thank goodness for branding. Right. <laughs> My goodness. Yeah. And so she she shared, you know, hey, I know you're really excited about all of this athletic stuff. You just got your master's in this. This is like your dream job. But I know you have such a heart for people and for this community, so I think you should have a conversation around that. And so, needless to say, I met with Jason and our colleague Stephanie Bothin and was instantly sold. I'm from Irvington originally, have I'm incredibly committed to the Indianapolis community. And so the opportunity to pair that um, ability to help people improve their lives and improve themselves with the impact on the community was too good of an opportunity to pass up. Kate, one question that we always ask is, if you were to give advice, if you were asked for advice from another company, company, um, maybe individuals, uh, as to how to either grow, start, um, or expand their corporate responsibility platform, what would you tell them? Yeah, I think for us, we are are an incredibly core values-oriented organization. We have them on each staff member's desk. It's we ground all of our feedback in our core values that those serve as our true north in our decision-making process and so for us everything that we do is run through through those one of them being broader good so looking at at the community at large and how we can play a role there so i would first have advise folks to take a look at their core values see if that is incorporated in there and then have the conversation around if that's something that they they believe as an organization how can we incorporate that into into their core values and then continue to you know see how you will manifest those core values through your your corporate social responsibility Mm -hmm. efforts Mm -hmm. perfect that's really good advice so we anticipate that you 
some people might want to reach out to you. So how can they find out more about Ascend Indiana and reach out to you? And are you on social media? Yes. So uh, we are Ascend is online at ascendindiana.com. And shameless plug for the network, we are in our pilot phase of our talent matching efforts. And so with that, it is at no cost to employers through the end of at least 2019. And we're in active conversations with folks on the long-term pricing model, but really our goal is to always solve for making as many matches as we can. So uh, keeping that community focus front and center. Um, So ascendindiana.com is where you can reach out to us. We would love to hear from you if you're interested in either the network or the services efforts. Um, And then myself personally, I'm on social media, uh, not super active as I'm sure my colleague Alyssa, who is here, uh, (laughs) will tell you. Um, I think my my Twitter handle is Kate Brochiers, but definitely Ascend Indiana is on Instagram, Twitter, um, Facebook, and we are much more active than my own personal accounts. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming in today, sharing this really innovative approach and um yeah we're anxious to see by 2020 all these new jobs come in and and how you guys are able to assist with that so thank you thank you so much for the the invitation we're we're incredibly honored and excited to continue to serve the community and also as a fellow instant pot owner that is still navigating everything (laughs) when you said you were a mentor please i am i am a willing mentee (laughs) okay all right oh really okay all right I'll, I'll I've just invited myself to the party. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I have. More the merrier. <laughs> Thanks, Kate. Thank you. Thank you. Let's give a big thank you to Matthew Sosi, our podcast engineer. You can visit the Taking Care in Business website at takingcareinbusiness.com. Or just visit us on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook at takingcareinbiz. That's takingcareinbiz. If you have questions or comments, you can email us at any time at info at takingcareinbusiness.com. Thank you for joining us today, and until next time, take Take care care in business. Taking Care in Business is made possible with support from Conscious Capitalism, Inc., helping individuals and companies become more conscious with transformational experiences that inspire, educate, and empower people and organizations to elevate humanity through business. Go to ConsciousCapitalism.org for more information.